Jeannie, and I'm pleased to inform you that Jessica's birthday presents did not disappoint. Hi, I'm Jessica, and I apparently complained to an organic protein powder company in my sleep. And this is Raised Wrong, a podcast about our problems, your problems, and problematic things in general. I love that. Hello. Hello. Patriots. <laughs> and a happy Easter to you, sir. Oh, a happy Easter to you, too. Wait, what, what day is it? <laughs> Young man. <laughs> this is Christmas Carol. Right? Yeah. What day is it? Why it's Easter, sir. <laughs> Get me the finest goose. Here's a tuppence. Okay. That's Ebenezer Scrooge slash Easter cosplay. Thank you. We should do a, um, a live performance of our Yeah, I want to do a live performance of an a Christmas Easter Carol. An Easter Carol. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Easter Pass. I love it. The boy walking down the street when he calls out to him is like peeling a hard-boiled egg. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a bushel of carrots. Oh, that's fun. <sighs> oh, we have fun. Do we have fun? Wow. So we gave it away. It's Easter Eve. Everyone knows now. Easter Eve. Okay, obviously when you hear this, Easter will be long gone. But you know mm-hmm. what? In a, in a, you know what? You know what, Jeannie? Hmm. In hmm. a way... I hope mm-hmm. I hope this helps you relive your Easter. That's what I hope. That's my oh my god. That's my Easter prayer for you. My Easter prayer for you is I hope you listen to this while you're eating an egg salad sandwich and like candies, candies out of plastic egg oh, containers. Yes, that's the best way to eat a candy. Because you know Easter will be over, but the candy lives on. The candy will live on until at least July when I throw it out and I'm like, fuck, nobody's gonna ever eat this. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's tell everybody about what a good friend I am because of the birthday presents I got I would you. love to. Okay, I love this for me. I feel like I'm going to talk a lot today about crying because oh, it's, sh- it's been a... Come on. It's been a tear-filled month, as we of all course. know. But Jessica had been teasing her presents to me. Like, you were dropping hints left and right about how it was a different, a different kind of present. Like, mm. it's a different oh, yeah. present. You mm. were like, mm. I could actually give it to you at any moment. And I was like, is it a hot air balloon ride? And you said, yes. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> my best birthday present ever given to me by a terrible ex. Guess what? What? We never took that hot air balloon ride. You didn't? Yeah, Jeannie had this really shitbag boyfriend. And he's like, oh, we're going to. I got you a hot air balloon ride for your birthday, and then they broke up before they took that fucking ride. The gift was a greeting card that said, let's go on a hot air balloon. Yeah. <laughs> let's just say, okay, I, I know I'm already, like, pushing us off subject, sort of, but, like, my least favorite kind of gift is the gift that one participates in with the person you're giving the gift to. Yeah. Like, the gift was, I want to go on a hot air balloon ride. Yeah, I'll ride, take you with and me, I guess bitch. I'll pretend it's for you. Yeah. <laughs> Like, literally, I am literally, like, aware of right now that I have a friend who this other former friend of mine is taking on a spa day. Mm -hmm. And apparently the former friend who is bestowing this gift upon my friend asked Mm -hmm. my friend's boyfriend to pay for the other half. What? Yeah, to me, that's not a gift from you. If you make her boyfriend pay for the other half and you're only paying for your goddamn self, like, that's not a present you're giving your friend. And honestly... She doesn't need to go with you. This doesn't have to be a no. duo spa day. Like, just why don't you use the money no. you spent on yourself and get her a better spa day <sighs> if you're not going to pony for the whole fucking thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like the whole bullshit fucking present shit. Like, when you're like, oh, this is for both yeah. of us, no. but it's mostly yeah, for Yeah, that's you. a red flag. That's red flag a red and friendships flag. and relationships. Okay, anyway, 
Let's talk about how my presents are perfect, though. So, Jessica did not get me a hot air balloon ride. No, of course not. She put thought into this mm. gift. She paid money for it. That's the most important thing. Of course. Well, I guess everyone knows, because I did post the cameo from Miss J, uh, the most likable person on America's Next Top Model. Oh, love Miss J. And everyone, everyone could appreciate that, I think. So, cameo is a place where you can pay for almost anyone to record a... I would say 99% of them are probably for birthdays, right? Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, though, honestly. I can't reliably say that. But Anyways, Jessica paid Miss J, who is astoundingly 62 years wow. old and looks better than I do, <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to record a beautiful, delicious birthday message for me. But it doesn't stop there, folks. Mm, no, never will it stop. Well, the second, there were three. The second one was a very funny comedian that Jessica turned me on to named Pat Regan. And his message was delightful, and honestly, I should post it as well, because even if you don't know who he is, it was... He's very funny. You'd like it. And it was long, mm-hmm. which I loved. Mm-hmm. Now, the third one. The third one, Jessica was like, I'm not sure if it's going to come through. Yeah, I wasn't sure if this, <laughs> this particular performer would complete my request, so I didn't know if it would be done in time for her birthday. And then what do you know? Oh, I forget... When you sent me the Miss J one, I was crying. You were And that's crying, when you were yeah. like, should I give you your birthday gift now? And I was like, yes. yes. <laughs> the perfect time to give someone a birthday present is when they're actively crying. That's what I've learned in my 30-something yeah. years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's when I was having, that was on birthday eve, actually, mm-hmm. where I was having my um, traditional birthday meltdown. Right, yeah. Like clockwork. One, one day like early. Clockwork. It was all. It was all because I had to edit a podcast, do a job that I'm getting paid for, and and people wanted to come celebrate me, and it was yeah, all too much for her. To that's a lot for her. <laughs> Jenny can't handle it when too many people want to see her. No, like, there's, like, one person. I think was, I was like, okay, that sounds fine. And then there was two, and I was like, okay, sure. Then I think it was the third that broke me completely. Yeah, and, too much. But so, to cut to the chase, the third cameo, well, I'll be honest. Here's what happened. She gave it to me. I watched it. It was 27 seconds of pure confusion. <laughs> And I was like, honestly, I'm not 100% sure who this person is, uh-huh. but I cannot ask. And then I was like, holy shit, it's Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, absolutely devastatingly upsetting. It was because it looks nothing like him. I felt, okay, so let me let me give my end of this. So I wanted to get Genie cameos, which are, you know, messages you pay some fucking washed up celebrity or sometimes current celebrity or former athlete. You pay them to obviously give messages, like Jeannie said, probably mostly yeah. birthday messages. And we all have varying prices. And when I originally was like, I want to have people that we fuck, married, and killed on our podcast wish <laughs> Jeannie happy birthday. <laughs> now, the problem is that, you know, I was thinking through the people. We've done so many non-people that I was like, I was like, which people yeah. did we actually? And some of them, like John Hamm, it's like, he's not on Cameo. He makes real money. Yeah. So I did find that Carrot Top, who he fucked, married, and killed, was on there. I was like, okay, that's good. And then I found that Kathy Griffin, who he fucked, married, and killed, was on there. But Kathy Griffin, unfortunately, mm-hmm. has taken a hiatus. So she, I couldn't pay her to do it right now. So the only one left, really, was Carrot Top. And I was like, well, I guess I'll do it. And he did leave a very confusing 27-second message for Jeannie. He did <laughs> reference... He did reference that we fucked and married and killed him on our podcast. Yes. Because I told him. (laughs) Yes. Uh, You either and you either lied to him and told him that 
I fucked him or he just he was got confused. confused. No, he was I definitely under the influence he was definitely of cocaine, on cocaine at the time of recording. This. Exactly. No, I did not lie. Jeannie, first of all, can we please talk about how I would never lie to Carrot Top? And that's really insulting that you would say that to me. I'm so sorry. Um, that's okay. But I would never in this lifetime lie to Carrot Top and I did not lie to him. I told him, I told him that I fucked him and you killed him. I told him the truth. But I think he got confused okay. or he only saw what he wanted to believe because he didn't want to see that we killed him or anyone killed him. Sure. No, he was really pleased to hear that um, he called him the guy from Harry Potter who had been killed. It's true. I killed him, though. I killed him. Also, um, this was part of me trying to... I truly didn't know it was Carrot Top. I don't know why. I think I'm, I think it was probably because I'm stupid. No, he does look like a human person. I know, but like I've known that he doesn't look like a person for a long time. I think he's just like changed even more yeah. into a different non-person right. than I remember. But when he said... like That was my hint. He was like, oh, the guy from Harry Potter. And because I don't remember anything that isn't happening currently, I was like, Harry Potter, when did we... Did we fuck Mary kill Daniel Radcliffe? I'm like, when was that? Like, it took me a really long time to figure out that I was like, oh, Rupert Grant. Oh, the redheads. Oh, okay. Carrot Top doesn't even have red hair anymore. That's confusing. Right. No, he doesn't. That's not my fault. That's not, that's not my Carrot Top. It was creepy. It was bad. It was everything it should be and more. And really as, as different from the Miss J greeting as could be. Yeah. And the worst part <laughs> is that Carrot Top's greeting was $100 more than Miss J's. And I feel like... <laughs> and a minute shorter. <laughs> and a minute shorter and definitely worse. But you know what? When you're Carrot Top... You can get away with that shit. I think that's what made it so good, though. Oh, no, I do, too. It was so fucking weird. Anyway, no regrets. I cherish it. Thank you so much. I knew you would. You're welcome. I knew it would be the perfect present. I actually had a very nice birthday. Good. All right, I'm ready to talk about me. Um... Talk about you. So, uh, okay. As we all know, from we learned from the last podcast where I did a 60-minute uh, like introduction <laughs> talking about my crazy ass, which honestly, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about that. A lot of people really liked it. I was happy about that. And yeah. I also got a lot of people worried yeah. about me. <laughs> I, don't understand. What, I don't get that. Why? Okay. Yeah. Why would they be worried? But no, I appreciate it. Everyone who reached out, everyone who said that yeah. they connected with that story and felt like they really related to it and they like to hear it. Uh-huh. Made me happy. That's you know what, Jeannie? Yeah. That's why we do what we do. <laughs> That's why we do what we so do. So we do what we do. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay, so I obviously this is this does tie in because we all know I have anxiety and problems. And part of the my prescription for my anxiety, I take like a regular pill I've talked about it many times, but I also have Ativan and Clonopin prescribed mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. To take on a as needed basis. And honestly, I don't use them very much because I try not to. But every once in a while I do. Mm-hmm. And the problem is when I take Ativan, if I take more than a tiny little baby dose, I fall asleep. I usually end up taking it at night because mm-hmm. that's when I'm having like anxiety, panic attacks. And mm-hmm. then I fall asleep. And that's fantastic because that's what you're supposed to technically do at night. And yeah, and that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's fine except for that I sleep like really hard not to the point of like mm-hmm. sleepwalking but I definitely you know like if my husband's like oh did, did you wake up when this happened I'm like no I don't remember even if I seem mm-hmm. to have been awake I don't remember which is another reason why I try not to take much and right um, but when I take my little baby dose that doesn't happen so much but if I take a normal dose that I'm actually prescribed because usually I pop those pills in half um, yeah. Then I really have this problem. So the other day... Can you tell us what the doses are? Because this is kind of factor into my story later. Okay, yeah. Well, I get a one milligram prescription of Ativan. 
and a mm-hmm. half milligram prescription of clonopin. And I don't okay. take the clonopin very often because I don't like it. Um, but I do uh-huh. take the Advan more often and I usually crack them in half and take a half milligram. That's my normal thing. I take. And so that's Advan. a baby dose. That's a baby dose. Cause it's like a half thing. Okay. Um, if I take a whole milligram, then I, I have a lot more likely that I'm not going to remember what happened in the night. Uh-huh. I, um, fell asleep. I was having like a panic attack, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the huge, and a lot of times I don't take anything, but this time, because I was just coming out of the loony bin, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take one because that's what they're here for. Yeah. Um, I, self-care. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Self-care. I don't know why I'm still like medication resistant, but I am. But I was like, okay, I'm just going to take, and I'm going to take a big, a big girl dose because I've had a rough week. So mm-hmm. I took a big girl dose and I went to sleep and it was <laughs> lovely. I think I had some dreams. They were not bad dreams. And I woke up the next morning and I felt great and I didn't like sleeping. I woke up at like seven or something, not like, you know, really late and everything was just great. And then I looked at my email <laughs> <laughs> and here's what I learned. Um, I have no, I have no memory of this. Let's all be very clear. And what I saw is that at 3:55 a.m., I wrote a complaint <laughs> to a website. The website was Orgain.com. Orgain makes a protein powder. I own Orgain protein powder, and I recently realized that most of the protein powder they make has sugar alcohols in them. Sugar mm-hmm. alcohols are a particular kind of, I mean, I guess, it, I don't even know if it's fake sugar. I, it probably is, but it's um, sugar alcohol bothers a lot of people's stomachs. It's not like the same stuff that's in Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi. Um, it's in, mm-hmm. can, lots of times it's in sugar-free candies and some of those mm-hmm. Some of those like sugar-free, like fucking fiber one bar bullshit. Like they put it in all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I learned when I was in high school that I literally can't eat this. If I eat this shit, I feel like terrible for days, like debilitating mm-hmm. stomach pain. And it comes up in lots of things. And I always have to check to make sure whatever this is, especially if it advertises itself as like low carb or sugar, like low sugar. A lot of times I pop that in there. Yeah. So I bought this protein powder and it didn't, it had coconut sugar in it. So I was like, okay, this is fine. And then I was ordering the other day, I was ordering another one from that website and I realized it had sugar alcohols in it. And then I got confused because I'm like, which one of these fucking ones has this? Because they're all like described as like organic, but then what I'm pretty sure is considered an artificial sweetener is in there. So I was like, oh, sorry. Okay. I'm looking this up. I was like, okay, like xylitol is one. Xylitol, erythritol, like all, all anything that ends in OL is okay. oftentimes a sugar alcohol and I avoid those. Okay. I've heard a lot about xylitol and not so much about other ones. I guess sorbitol I've heard. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's you. okay. But you may have actually heard like this very viral kind of laugh, laugh, ha ha, an Amazon mm-hmm. review of people talking about sugar free uh, gummy bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is like where they ate like five pounds of them and yeah, and then they shit funny. their pants. Yeah. That, right, that is sugar alcohols and that is the problem. Yes. So, um, right. So, anyhow, apparently at 3 55 a.m., under the influence of Ativan, I got really angry <laughs> about this. <laughs> And then I guess the Ativan is working great. Yeah, it actually made me angry and not panicking. Um, and I must have gone to their website. I must have woken up, gotten my phone, gone on their website. I don't know. I must have entered, like, on, I'm sure they have, like, a, you know, contact us thing. Because mm-hmm. I didn't email them. I just got, like, a response that shows what I messaged hmm. them. And what I messaged mm-hmm. them is, mm-hmm. in all caps, <laughs> I said, what? What? <laughs> 
what <laughs> of your products does not even have sugar alcohols? <laughs> question mark, question mark. <laughs> I can't eat them. Exclamation, exclamation. <laughs> they hurt my stomach. Exclamation. Then in all lowercase, thanks. <laughs> Wow. You need to send me a screenshot of that. And then um <laughs> and then they said, Hey Jess, thank you for your email. And then like I'm not gonna read this whole thing, but mm-hmm. they did mention the ones that I can get and they did put a lot of smileys in it. Like, this is my new favorite. Please let us know if you have any other questions. And then it was signed in good health, and it was signed in good health, Jessica N. Was the person who signed? What? And I know if you know me, if you if you know me, my middle name is Natalie. Yeah. And so when I saw oh Jessica Ann, I was like, "Am I am I responding to my like what the fuck is this? What is this sorcery? Spooky, yeah." So anyhow, that was pretty funny <laughs> to me because I really don't remember doing that. I have like a very, I mean, if we're being totally honest, and honestly, just like I'm honest to Caretop, I'm honest to our listeners. I have a very like cloudy memory of going on that website. I kind of, if I really thought about it and I did try to, I'm like, okay, I kind of remember waking up. I kind of remember going on the internet. I kind of remember going on the website. I have no memory of writing anything or being angry uh, or anything like that. So I have, you know, that I don't, I don't know about. I love stories like this. I love Benzo related blackout stories. Yeah, it was really incredible. I was like, I, I mean, it just goes to show you what a little puss baby I am. Cause like what the amount of Ativan <laughs> I'm taking is not a lot. That is not a lot. Um, <laughs> You might think it is. I can't wait to tell my Ativan story. Yeah, like honestly, this podcast <laughs> sponsored by Ativan. Um, it sure but is. But yeah, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell. I don't know what else to say. That's funny. Well, I really think that's a window in your soul is that you're. Yeah, I, I hope so. I, I hope it is. <laughs> I really like the one I have. And then when I was looking at the website earlier, I was like, these are all fucking sugar alcohols. And honestly, the answer they gave me, which I didn't read, mm-hmm. is that there's only like three flavors that don't have it. And that's upsetting to me. Hmm. You might even say that's very unfair to me. And if I didn't have another thing to talk about Ooh. for that segment, yeah. I might be talking about that. You know, what? we're allowed to talk about things that are unfair to us in any segment we want. Yeah, because we're our own boss. We're our own girl boss. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Girl boss, <laughs> boss babe. That's what I call us. Well, that was wonderful. Thank you. Um, now I want to talk about yeah, what you're horny for today. And I uh-huh. honestly, let's be real. No, it's only Saturday, and nobody should be horny. Don't worry. This is a very non-sexual horny. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because straight to hell oh for God. us if it's sexual horny. Uh, mine's also non-sexual, <laughs> so I think it passes the Catholic <laughs> Christian vibe test. I gave up. I gave up being horny for Lent. <laughs> I gave. I gave up Christianity for Lent twenty years ago. <laughs> Uh, what fun okay what are you horny for today please ma'am thank you okay today today what i am horny for well here's the thing this is everything kind of ties back to my birthday in a way i had the chilling realization recently possibly yesterday i don't remember that i am getting older and that i know that i'm beautiful but like the fact of the matter is I'm getting less attractive by the minute. Like my face. <laughs> oh no! I will not. I'm turning my microphone off and leaving the closet. No, God. No, I believe this. I believe that I'm getting less attractive, and that I'm like the only thing I have going for me then is my personality. Uh oh. <laughs> oh boy. I'll say okay. Red alert. 
Because <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's not great. Like, I think if if I'm not pretty, then what what am I? Oh, I have lots of answers for I that. I ask you. So, I am throwing myself into expensive skincare products, and like we've talked about this before, but I'm like really on a kick now, and it's because of TikTok. I have to say because yeah. all of my TikToks are like makeup tips for old ladies and you know like here are the 18 mm-hmm. esthetician approved skincare products from target and so on and so forth and like the the three things you need to look for in a vitamin c serum <laughs> yeah so yeah so like a good good little millennial i'm just buying just buying buying useless products with beautiful packaging that soothes my my millennial soul, but uh, they have amazing names. Like, here's one I got. I got a Glossier Solution, mm-hmm. it's called. Just called Solution. And it's an exfoliating skin perfecter. And I'm like, amazing. Uh, another Glossier product I'm very into because of the name and packaging. It's called Bubble Ooh. Wrap. What is that? It's eye and lip plumping cream. Oh, God, I want everything to be plump. A cream that you put on your eyes and lips? Wow. That's yeah, very horny, horny yeah. to me. The newest thing I have is called Glow Watermelon Niacinamide Dewdrops. Mm-hmm. drops for ultimate glow and brightening. I don't know what any of these things do. I don't, I mean, the answer is nothing probably, mm-hmm. but they're so pretty. They make me feel hopeful. And I finally just purchased the much anticipated vitamin C serum from a company called Maylove. And it's called Glow Maker. Anyways, you're seeing a trend here. Everything makes me glow. Mm, yeah. And that's all I want. But yeah, I'm pretty sure the the serum, the May Love Serum Glow Maker, is the one that's going to completely change my life forever. Oh, and my face. I can't, I can't wait to see it. And I'm very excited to report back on it. I that. am very excited to hear it. And you know how I feel about faces. I do. And what I'm about to do to mine. I love it. Yeah. I know. Breaking news. I'm getting Botox. And... Woo. I am so excited, and I don't give a fuck. And I think I might also get lip filler. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not, can I make you horny about me for a minute? Of course. Yeah. It's just so on It's so on topic. Um, I will be talking about this on the future podcasts for sure. But I am making this official announcement that I'm getting Botox because I am so fucking <laughs> sick of all these dumb whores pretending like they didn't get Botox or like fake tits. Uh-huh. It's like, you know what? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't parade your tits around me and pretend like they're not 50 sizes bigger than they were the last time I saw you. Like, Mm -hmm. just admit it. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And so understanding that I've always felt that way, I'm not going to pretend like I didn't do this. I'm absolutely doing it. I might get lip fillers. What I think is funny is when I've mentioned lip fillers to everyone, they're most everyone except for Jeannie has been like, you don't need that. And Jeannie's like, do it. But like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you do need that. And I didn't. You do need that. You're disgusting. And I hate your lips. No. But the thing is, I already have full lips, which I know. But you do. And I've always been jealous. And they're lovely. But like, they're still not my 19 year old full lips. That's what people don't understand. Like they didn't see them yeah. before. And because I have full lips now, I think I can handle them. So I think it'll look fine on my face because mm-hmm. that's the kind of little baby face I have. It'll look the way God intended your lips like to God look. God intended my lips to look. And I don't feel bad about any of this. And I am excited. And if I hate it, I won't do it again. I'm excited for you. I want to get Botox too now. I know. Well, we're both going to um, get it probably. Can I make Can I make this about me again? Um, okay, sure. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't even going to wait for your permission. Well, um, you don't have to. It's your segment. I forgot. I just need to tell you this. I often do not remember my dreams, but recently, and this is funny because I am way behind you on America's Next Top Model, mm. and I hadn't even been watching this at the time because I just resumed it like two days ago. Mm-hmm. But like last week I had a dream that I was on America's Next Top Model 
probably because where I left off was the short girl season. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was like the first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. I made it to the to the episode where they give us makeovers. Mm-hmm. And my makeover was they gave me bigger boobs. Oh my and gosh. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I was like, I don't want I don't want surgery. And they were like, no, this is actually just like basically they described a filler. Oh, it was like, like boob just filler. injected filler in your titties. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not wrong with that. And then I got eliminated in the next episode because I'm bad at modeling, even in my dreams. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, I, I just wanted to tell you that my makeover was was boob Honestly, filler. that's <laughs> incredible to me. <laughs> I wish they could do that. They might give it a give it a shot. Um, I know, like that. I would be on board with. Yeah, I mean, because anything, like, anything that goes away and is absorbed by your body is fine with me because mm-hmm. it's not like a permanent decision um yeah. anyway mm-hmm. so i'm gonna do that it's coming up in a few weeks i will definitely tell everybody how i feel about it and show you my beautiful fucking face do those before and afters yeah. i will do a before and after because i'm not gonna pretend i didn't and like honestly if you're out there pretending you did you know who got me real <laughs> mad about this jennifer goddamn motherfucking lopez had the audacity really? to make like she has like a skincare line and she literally put her mm-hmm. flawless zero wrinkle 50 year old face in a commercial and said I just use my skincare line it's like your eyebrows haven't moved this entire fucking commercial we know exactly what's going on and it's just like you know Mm -hmm. talking about beauty standards with women like it's it's so hard not to be affected by that obviously everybody is it's bad enough that they airbrush shit but then when you have like real live people walking around being like oh this is the way my face just decided to age yeah it's because I drink a lot of water yeah fuck you (laughs) you I mean like you know what I don't want to hear that you're but you you didn't grow boobs at 35 okay like fuck off okay so anyway enough about that yeah so that's cool we're both horny for that we're both horny for skincare for looking young well what else are you horny for oh, me? today maybe me mm-hmm. okay yeah she said maybe because my horny is complicated it's one of those times in life where you're horny and you hate something it's just like with your first husband's um yeah so like <laughs> sort of <laughs> well some people aren't even moderately horny for their first husbands i'm not going to name names genie yeah. but um weird yeah so anyway i i love and hate this kind of but so i finally i am well known in communities across the world as (laughs) (laughs) as constantly having airpods in my head and i do and i'm happy and proud and honestly fine with that Mm -hmm. and i've always had the like you know the uh first round of airpods whatever the last ones were and then they came out with airpod pros Mm -hmm. And without really knowing a lot about them, I'm like, well, I should probably get them because I love AirPods so much. Yeah. And you're a pro. And I'm a pro. I say it all the time. Yeah. I'm a pod, as an AirPodcast pro is what it stands for is why I keep yeah. telling you. AirPodcast <laughs> professionals. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to get the AirPod Pros and I just bought them and without really knowing like what the difference was. And I got them and I was like, oh, that's cool. I was a little confused by the way you um, operate them because it's not the same. And I didn't want to read anything because mm-hmm. I hate... No. reading instructions yeah. so yeah. fucking much and i had to slow down reading gives you wrinkles reading gives you face wrinkles mm-hmm. so i asked instead of instead of just reading the probably four sentences of directions i called Jeannie and asked her how to use yeah. them and yeah and full disclosure i had to look it up even though i use them every day and they're the only ones i've ever used yeah so Jeannie read it i'm like what's the word what do they call it click it i don't click know it, squeeze Anyways. it it's like a bop it, bop it. Basically, I Googled it for you and then uh, yeah. paraphrased with the internet. Right, Jeannie Googled it for me and then told me. <laughs> so anyway, the old AirPods, to change the song, you just basically smack the side of your head. And the mm-hmm. new AirPods, you have to actually like grab the little stem and like 
click it twice, like squeeze it twice. Yeah. And yeah. most people are probably like, okay, who the fuck cares? What's the difference? But for me, as much as I love these AirPod Pros and I am horny for them, I'm unhorny for that feature because mm-hmm. I usually, when I'm running, listening to music and I want to change mm-hmm. the song, if you think about like as you're running and you're like swinging your arms and you're moving and all that, it's a lot easier just to smack yourself yeah. in the side of the head than to have to grasp, yeah. you know, the stem, the stem of your AirPod right. Pro. And, you know, swing, swing your arms. Like, I know I'm going to throw them out of my ear, ears one day. Yeah, that sounds Yeah. So difficult. that's been difficult. I haven't loved that. And then the other thing I don't like, which is honestly, I think what the AirPod Pros are famous for is yeah. the noise cancellation. Yeah. I don't like that at all. I, I thought I would. I put it on and I felt immediately like I was having a panic attack. I'm like, it's- where am I? Am I in space? It's disorienting. I do not like nice things, I realize. Like, I yeah. like the AirPods Pro because I don't don't run, but my brother got them for me for my birthday last year, actually, and he got them for me because he likes them, and I thought that was very nice, and I'm happy to have them, but, like, he was trying to sell me on the noise canceling, and I was like, I don't need this at all. Like, I think, no. I don't know, he, he has small children that I think he likes to tune out of maybe I get that I know I get that and it works great for that I find it very disorienting like I used to have like headphone headphones like like nice ones like noise canceling ones and I gave them away because I'm like I hate these (laughs) yeah I don't like it I want I don't want to cancel noises and you know what cancel culture cancel culture oh yeah look at look at what the the liberals are trying to cancel noise noise. (laughs) they're canceling noise It is my God-given right to hear background noise. What next? What next? Canceling smell? It says in the Constitution, under Amendment 27, (laughs) it says, you can listen to the dog barking outside in your neighbor's house. Yeah. And now I fucking can't. Thanks, liberals. Cancel the culture. Add it again. Gone too far. Add it again. But no, I don't like noise cancellation. It makes me uncomfortable. I do otherwise like them. It sounds like you're mostly not horny for these. Yeah, this actually might be a gripe. I don't know. Like, sometimes I can't tell. (laughs) I I do think they're good, though. I like them. Like, I'm wearing them right now, and I do like them. But I I just can't use them for exercising. But the good news is that I also wear them all day long and not just exercising so it's fine because i have my other ones as backup and i can use those and run the battery out on those yeah and i tried to understand how the noise cancellation works because i don't know science and i went on the website and i still don't understand it (laughs) here's what it says on the air apple and you can delete this if it's not interesting but okay it says an outward facing microphone detects external sound and then Mm -hmm. airpods pro then counter it with equal anti-noise that's so crazy canceling the external sound before you hear it what the fuck does that mean then it says an inward facing microphone listens inside your ear for unwanted sound which is also eliminated with anti-noise anti-noise it says the noise cancellation is continuously adjusted at 200 times per second wrap your mind around that that's horrible for truly immersive sound so you're fully tuned in to your music podcasts oh yeah and calls mm-hmm. now here's the thing um I'm, i don't know if i feel comfortable with a microphone listening inside my ear <laughs> I is that had in my no brain? idea that's what science was <laughs> is this bill gates did bill gates start working for apple and he's trying to listen into my ear you know the what fuck? be my guest if you want to listen in my yeah, stupid ear yeah my ear there's sucks. nothing happening um there's nothing in that head um so anyway i guess this is duality of gripes and horny i i do like them but i just i'm afraid of the noise cancellation i don't think i'll have to take three out of van to even use that yeah same and then who knows who i'll complain to on the internet yeah, exactly all right well i'm moving on we can move right on to gripes because i basically started with a gripe okay that's really helpful to me because i'm going to talk about something today that 
is and was very unfair to me. Oh, yeah. And tell us. And Adivan is a key player in this story. Wow. Like I said, <laughs> Roy's Drunk sponsored by Adivan. Sponsored by Adivan. <laughs> um, okay, Jeannie, what was very unfair to you? Well, as a woman, as you know, most things are very unfair to me. But for this particular story, I'm going to ask you to travel back in time with me to the year 2015. Ugh, okay. Are you there? Are you there? Yeah, I hate it, but I'm here. This is the first time I was told at a doctorate that I needed a colposcopy, which is not a colonoscopy. And, and it's an impossible word to say, I've decided. But a colposcopy is essentially a colonoscopy for your vagina, um, but it's not nearly as much fun because they don't put you under general anesthesia for it because, like most things that only affect people with vaginas, they're like, um, this is no big deal, you stupid baby. <laughs> yeah, get over it, dumb bitch. <laughs> I mean, it isn't that big a deal. It's It doesn't take a long time, but it is, in my opinion, very unpleasant because it's essentially a cervical biopsy where they, like, check to see if you have cancer. And I don't, and that's fine. Whatever. But <laughs> not to brag. <laughs> okay, brag. But, yeah, so like I said, the first time... I had one. I had no idea what it was, and I didn't Google it, thank God, because it allowed me to be blissfully unaware until it was happening. So that was probably the best time. But once it was happening, I started crying, and the person who was performing it was very confused, like, oh, what is wrong? Is something wrong? Why are you crying? And I was like, I thought it was pretty obvious, like, why I was crying because of what they were doing to me at that exact moment. Mm. But... <laughs> Like, I think they were like, oh, did you get in a fight with your boyfriend? <laughs> I was like, no, actually, I'm crying about you, like, poking sharp instruments in my vagina. It hurts and I don't like it. But so basically I got in this routine of, like, I get, like, my annual pap test or whatever, a fun thing. And then they get the results and they're like, oh, you're mostly fine, but we have to do this little biopsy just for fun. And so I had to do it a second time, hated it even more than the first time. A scary woman did it to me. Um, now, the third time I was supposed to get one was in 2018, but I ended up never scheduling that one because I decided to have um, a stroke instead, and so <laughs> I actually gave myself a pass. Mm. Like, I was like, I know I was supposed to do this, but now I'm dealing with other things, and I don't ever want to go to the doctor again, so I didn't do it. And so um, then when I went to, like, my normal doctor for my regular exam the next year, she was like, oh, actually, you're fine now, so you don't. You don't actually need to do the colposcopy. Mm. And I was like, hooray, happy day. Uh, you know, like day. I was like, finally, my stupid fucking body did something right, you know. Mm. And so, like, the theory of my doctor was that, like, that makes sense that, like, your body is healing itself, like nature is healing. Um, <laughs> because, like, that was my first exam since getting diagnosed with the celiac disease and, like, bringing my body back from, like, the brink of actual death, you know. So mm -hmm. it made sense that, like, my other less important organs had, like, gotten it together to, like, you know, deal with less life-threatening things, you know. Mm. So I was so happy. <sighs> but then this year I went back to the doctor and they were like, guess who gets another colposcopy? It's Jeannie. <laughs> so, um, so that's when I wrote my doctor an unhinged message explaining that I am a big baby about people cutting my cervix while I'm fully <laughs> awake and unmedicated. And so she graciously agreed to prescribe me some drugs, uh, namely Ativan, to take mm -hmm. before the procedure. And she mm -hmm. was like, yeah, I can do that for you as long as, like, someone drives you. And I was mm -hmm. like, fuck yeah. So I scheduled this procedure for the week after my birthday, also known as this week. And <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so my doctor prescribed me three half milligram 
out of Van Pills. Boo. And she told me, yes. And I realized, like, the day before when I was talking to you, I was like, half a milligram? That's probably, like, a little baby dose, that is isn't the it? Ba- that is the babiest sure little bitch-ass dose. Sure enough. But she gave me three. So I was like, I can work with that. Yeah, you know what? Still not a and, big deal. Um, no. Yeah, so she was like, take take one an hour before your appointment and like then bring the other ones to the appointment in case you need to take another or something. And I was like, okay. So after researching it, though, I was like, oh, a half milligram is not going to do shit for me. Mm-hmm. So because I take I have a lot of Mexican Xanax and uh, <laughs> one little one little bite of those is not enough. Mm-mm. Yeah. So my appointment is at 1015 at 915. I said, I will take one as instructed. Then three minutes later, I was like, I'm going to take another one. And so then I had one left. I had taken a full milligram at this point. Then my driver, Matt, took me to the doctor. And before getting out of the car, I took the third one. So <laughs> so I'm riding high on 1.5 milligrams mm, of Ativan. No. Feeling absolutely nothing and not in the good way. Like feeling like a normal person. Yeah. So when they took me into like the doctor room... Like the nurse or whoever came in and she like saw in my chart that my primary care physician had prescribed me these I mean, little baby drugs. And mm. she was like, oh, did you take one? And I said, yes, I took one about an hour ago. And that is a lie because I actually took two an hour ago and the third one like 10 minutes ago. But mm. she was like, oh, hmm, we don't really like when they do that. And I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> or like she was like, we don't like when they do that because, you know, it's like an issue of like consent. And I was like. Huh? I mean, like, I made the appointment. I know what I'm here for, you know? And I'm like, and if it helps, I feel completely normal right now. She was like, yeah, you seem very lucid. And I was like, thank you. No one's ever said that before. But (laughs) then the doctor lady, who I've never met before, came in, like, five minutes later. And she started, like, very gently explaining to me the concept of informed consent. And I knew where this was going. And I started crying because I was so incredibly anxious about this thing that I really don't like and is upsetting to me on many Mm. levels. And she was kind of like, so you see, you know, and I was like, are you telling me that you can't do this right now? Like, just cut the shit. And she was like, well, how like how flexible are you like schedule wise? And I was like, like I was like picturing like I have to come back another day now. Yeah. So I started crying immediately and. Because I was like, I am understanding what she's saying. It's like, we can't do this thing that you desperately want to get over with. But Mm -hmm. also, as I said, it was 10.15 a.m., but the clock in the room said 9.15. And I was like, what is this? The Richardses from that article in the Atlantic? (laughs) Listen, we live on, we operate on daylight savings times. In this gynecologist. In this gynecology office, we don't believe in daylight savings time. Okay. Yeah. So like then because I was just like spinning out because I was so upset about like any little hiccup in this plan that she said something about like if if I was flexible, they could just have me wait until like the drugs were off and Mm -hmm. then get my consent and then do it and have me out by noon. And because I'm looking at the clock saying it's like nine, I'm like, you want me to wait here for like two hours Right. Like getting all worked up, having drugs wear off and then do the thing that I'm upset about. And I was like hysterical. Eventually, I was like, wait, like how long do I have to wait? She's like, oh, well, like 90 minutes, but it's already been an hour and I can fudge it. Like, I'll just like come back in 15 minutes. And I'm like, this makes no sense to me. No. (laughs) Like you're telling me that these drugs are out of my system an hour and a half after taking them? No, and she was like, they're yeah. not. No, they're absolutely I know, not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I'm like, this concerns me that you're a doctor because I'm an amateur pharmacist. And I know that this is not true. I was like, well, if you're going to come back in 15 minutes, I'm like, and then when will you do it? She's like, right after that. I'm like, okay. 
okay, so this is all to say you're going to make me wait another 20 minutes? Like, fine, I guess. This is all because they think they're covering their asses with a lawsuit. But here's the thing. Yeah. This is, when you told me this story, I was like, okay, first of all, from what I know of Ativan, it doesn't even mm-hmm. peak until two hours later. That's what I read on the internet. Like, I did my research. I know this from experience. And yes. it doesn't, for most people, it doesn't work that quickly. No. You know, it takes me at least 45 minutes to even start writing to protein companies. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, we're going to have to put a trigger warning on this entire episode because we all we're talking about is drugs. But you know what? You know what? Sometimes that's like... Is that a trigger? I don't know. Probably not. I don't think so. But Anyways, I am familiar with taking pills, and I knew that I'm like, no, I planned this exactly as I wanted, which was hopefully these will be hitting me right around when you're doing this. Not like... Why would my doctor tell me to take them an hour before the appointment if they wear off in 90 minutes? That makes no sense. No, it doesn't. So then I was confused and I was like, wait, okay, so yeah, no, that's fine. I was like, I'm sorry. I think I thought you were saying I might actually have to like come back on a different day. And then she said something like, no, see, that's I think the I think the drugs are working because like that's not what I said. I'm like, I think I'm confused because the clock is wrong in here. (laughs) (laughs) The drugs are working. Yeah, she's like, see, I'm like. Like, no, I am stone cold sober right now. now. One and a half milligrams of Ativan is not going to do jack shit to like confusing you to that degree when you're wide awake and you just took it. Like, that's not going to happen. Right. I'm just a bad listener. Right. Oh, no, I was just like worked up, you know? So, right. I was like, okay, well, yeah, that's fucking fine. In fact, one might even say you were panicking, which to me would indicate the drugs are not working. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Right. Like, I'm already crying. I even apologized. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've never met you. And it took me a full, like, 45 seconds before I started crying. (laughs) Anyways, I was like, well, that's really stupid, but fine, I guess. Like, I'm glad that I don't have to wait, like, two hours. Right. So, I'm glad that you guys don't understand how Ativan works. That's great. Yeah. So, all was fine. She literally did come back 15 minutes later and then was able to get my informed consent for the thing that I knew I was coming there for and I was like great and they did the thing and it was horrible as always I felt every bit of it uh, they told me I was brave, which was a lie, and um, and then, you know, and then I left, and Matt drove me home, and, like, I started crying as soon as I got in the car, just because, I don't know, that's what I do in cars, <laughs> but I was so mad at myself that I hadn't brought any supplemental Mexican Xanax to the appointment, so when I got home, like, just... This is what I'm talking about, trigger warning. <laughs> Um, shout out to Mexico for letting you just buy Xanax there. I love that. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, so I got home and it was like before lunchtime and I decided to reward myself with some Mexican Xanax. Um, <laughs> now that, now that everything was over. <laughs> yeah. It was just a little treat. It was just a little treat. And then I blacked the fuck out watching America's Next Top Model. So you should check your email, see who you talk to. So anyways, I highly discourage anyone from getting a colposcopy, but since it's not really an elective thing like if you do have to do one take way more drugs than they and don't tell them they but don't tell, tell you them. to and lie lie, lie about you it you have to lie well i'm sorry telling the truth always gets you in trouble but yeah so that doesn't make any sense to me i'm so mad about this whole <laughs> it thing it doesn't make any sense no like i had the same experience where the whole time i was like I am talking, I am awake, I am fine, I don't feel, like, loopy at all. You know, like, Matt and I made sandwiches for lunch, we watched an episode of Bob's Burgers, and then apparently I put on Top Model, but, like, then after waking up at, like, you know, 3 p.m. on the couch, I was like, what happened? I'm like, and I asked Matt, I was like, 
what did I eat for lunch? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, you should what? have taken that Mexican Xanax before you went to that doctor's office. I know, right? Well, I think it might have just been the accumulative effect. Yeah, you probably but, shouldn't take um, all of them, but whatever. We're not doctors. Don't listen uh, to uh, us. No. Anyways, that was really fun and um, very unfair to me. Mm, and then so I will say this. The next day, I was Googling things like weird vagina colposcopy because <laughs> I felt like they had glued my vagina shut. And... <laughs> They probably did because they heard about you. They're like, oh, this is Jeannie Goshi. Let's do everyone a favor and glue that vagina I fully panicked. And then I found the delightful um, people also searched for on Google, which I screenshotted and sent to you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, weird period after colposcopy. Uh, tissue discharge after colposcopy biopsy. And then the horrific will haunt my dreams forever google search chicken skin discharge after colposcopy (laughs) people love searching that truly traumatic i do want to say i have two thoughts about that and the first one is that i know for a fact that my brother who gets a little bit scaredy wearity at the dentist they knock his ass Mm -hmm. fully out to get a tooth cleaning so i don't understand what yeah they give him like fucking twilight bullshit like because he's a man exactly that's why number two obviously it's stupid and i don't even need to say this to give you adamant before the appointment and then say you can't give informed consent but i don't understand why they can't give you something else while you're taking getting the appointment because like i was thinking about how the time when i got when i was doing ivf Mm -hmm. and i had to get an egg retrieval and what they do when they Mm -hmm. do an egg retrieval is they get a giant needle and stick it through the wall of your vagina um and from the inside it goes literally straight through it to your ovary and then it extracts eggs from your ovary and i don't and i was fully awake when that happened and i don't remember it because when i got to the doctor's office after giving my yeah. informed consent they gave me an iv yeah. of they oh no they gave me a shot of dilated <laughs> oh yeah see that's the good stuff no i don't know what you guys not to bring more drugs into it but dilated is a very strong that's what Matt got when he went to the er with a terrible case of appendicitis and yeah. he was so happy oh so happy <laughs> and i still to this day and i was actually looking through old pictures the other day looking for a different one but the day I got that mm-hmm. I went in there um, they gave me the nurse gave me like a shot in my ass of Dilaudid I laid down and I took so many selfies <laughs> I actually should send you a Dilaudid selfie I took while I was laying there getting ready I think this was actually afterwards um <gasps> But the fact is that, you know, I had this procedure where they took a giant needle and stuck it through my vagina wall and I didn't remember feeling great amounts of pain. So I feel like they could give you a little baby dose. Like, why can't they just give you something so you don't have to be in terrible pain? Well, that's what I'm saying. And that's why I genuinely like I am joking, but I'm also serious that like I really feel like things that are only done to women or, you know, people with vaginas and stuff like they really are dismissive of it. Even like women doctors. And it's just like this isn't a big deal. Take a fucking Advil. Yeah, exactly. And I'll be honest, like it was nice at this gynecologist's office. They were like when I was apologizing for crying, she was Mm -hmm. like. No, it's okay. Like, just, you know, just being in this room is very, like, upsetting for a lot of people. And I was like, yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Right, but I really good. don't understand why the standard for a procedure like this is just, like, just fucking suck it up and suck do it, it. You know, well, that's it's how like, women, yeah, that's how they treat you're women. You're cutting pieces out of me right. in a very uncomfortable manner. Right. In a very uncomfortable place. Anyways, I was so brave. Jessica, I was you're so very, brave. You know, honestly, I was just going to say you're very brave. But, um... The other thing I want to say is, you know, think about the big to-do and, like, compla- like jokey complaints men make about prostate exams. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's it's, it's so a bad. finger in your ass. you got to put a finger in my butt. Listen, when I'm fucking people put fingers in my butt for fun. Yeah. Like, I do it for fun. And you're yeah, that's complaining? that's a recreational activity. That's a recreational activity. <laughs> fingers in your asshole. 
So like, <laughs> like a tissue biopsy is not. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody has a fun night. Of, if that's your kink, that's fine. No, no offense. That's your kink. No kink shaming. No kink shaming for us. But I do think, like, yeah. So you're you're crying, 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 whining about having someone stick their finger in your ass, like big fucking deal. Yeah. And it's like, just get over it. But I feel like I hear so much about that, like, kind of in a joking yes. thing. But like, oh, I don't want to go do that. It's like absolutely fuck yourself. Uh-huh. I hope they yeah. put two fingers in. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry about that. You are very brave, Thank and you. I completely disagree with the way they did that. And if I were the doctor, I would have given you a shot of Dilaudid in your ass. I, you know what? If I ever have to do this again, I feel like I might as well just ask, like. Hey, yeah. remember last time? Yeah. Let's do better this time. No, just take take a Mexican Xanax and don't tell them. That's what I would do. I'll take a Mexican Xanax and ask if they can give me a shot of Dilaudid. Oh, Jesus, you'll have a fun fucking procedure. Yeah. It'll be the best day of my life. I will schedule that one on my birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then we party. And then we party. But anyways, that was a pretty long unfair to me, and I'm sorry. No, honestly, it, it was too short for me. I wanted to talk more. It was paid for by Adivan, so yeah. we had to Brought do it. Brought to you by Adivan. Um, so I am horny for... No. Yes. Let me take oh, no. You, what is your gripe? I am griping. I am griping mm-hmm. today. Okay, so there's a hip-hop rap artist named Little Nas X. Yes. If you don't know who he is... You need to Google him because... Just turn this off. Turn, turn this, this off, off right, right now. now and go Google him and learn everything you need to know about Lil Nas X. Um, I love him. I love him, I love him so, so much. much. I know. You, this is weird to start out about how much I love him. It's funny to be time on this in a not horny, but... Yeah, exactly. I mean, I am horny. This is how my hornies and my gripes are today. It's like they're all mixed up, but... You, you mixed them up. I mixed all them mixed up. up. <laughs> all mixed up. The all mixed up episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Lil Nas X is a very young man and I forgive him that and that's hard for me but he's like 20 or something yeah. stupid I think he just turned 21 Ugh, fuck you okay so I know so he was um, I don't know if you remember Old Town Road or something it was like the biggest yeah. fucking song in the world like a few years ago yeah. and it was it was Lil Nas X and um, Miley Cyrus's dad. I don't even remember his Billy stupid Ray name. Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, okay. Well, Billy Ray Cyrus had to like intervene because like the country music people were like, we're taking this off the charts, even though it is by far the most popular song in the country. Yeah. Because they're racist, basically. They're racist. They were like, it's not country enough. It's actually not country because um, there's a black well, we man can't singing. exactly explain why. Yeah, you know, exactly. So I really loved, I was actually very horny for Billy Ray Cyrus getting involved in that. Oh, I love Billy Ray Cyrus because of that. And Lil Nas X is, at this point, he is openly gay. Mm -hmm. Came out, I can't remember when. It was not too long ago. Well, here's what it says. It said, on June 30th, 2019, the last day of Pride Month, Nas X came out publicly as gay, tweeting, some of y'all already know, some of y'all don't care, some of y'all not not gun fuck with me no more. I think that's what FWM means. Uh, But before this month ends, I want y'all to listen closely to Closure, which I think is a song of his. Uh But then he later, I think people didn't get it, and he later said something else that made it more clear. I think he like posted a rainbow or something. Mm -hmm. Now, this should surprise nobody because he used to dress up in like a pink sequins cowboy costume for a war. I mean, like, nobody should have been surprised by this. But they were because there's a huge assumption that a hip-hop rap artist will not be gay or if he is, he will definitely not talk about it, right? Yeah. So, anyhow, he... um. He came out, and that was a big deal because I can't mm-hmm. really think of anyone else who's very big. I can think of one other person, but I can't remember his name right now. And that was a big deal then, and a lot of people probably disliked it. I think he got a lot of shit, but he also got a lot of support. Mm-hmm. I also should—okay, so moving on. 
He is hilarious. Okay. First of all, I can't really explain to you how fucking funny this guy is. He is clearly brilliant and he is clearly hilarious and he makes the funniest yeah. content. He has the funniest Twitter. If you don't follow him on Twitter, follow him. Yes. He's just so talented. He's just great. Like you should follow him and you should follow him on TikTok. Mm-hmm. He's hilarious on TikTok mm-hmm. as well. But anyway, so he's funny and he has been, I would say for like, oh, not quite a year, but almost a year, he's been kind of teasing a single he was going to release and he did it in a very clever way he did it on tiktok and he would put like parts of his song so on tiktok you have little Mm. clips of music and that's how people make their videos so he released a little clip of his new song Mm. and people would people would use it for videos and he would use it for like all of his videos okay so like this little clip of his song got stuck in my head for like the last nine months and nobody knew about that oh yeah he did that so he was teasing this for a really long time and then he made a lot of really funny Twitter content, a lot of really funny TikTok content about it. And then it mm-hmm. finally came out and it's a song called Call Me By Your Name. Well, that's like the parentheses. I think it's called Montero, which is his name. It's his mm-hmm. real first name. And yeah. he wrote a letter to himself as well, like um, before it's like a teenager. he released it. Yeah. He wrote a letter to like teenage him and it was very touching because it was like very much about like how you need to live your own life and like, you know, shit like that. Yeah. So he released that letter he released a single and he released a video now the video is the fun part so the song is definitely like you can tell it's like a man singing about having sex with another man and having like a secret relationship and Mm -hmm. the video is very interesting i think it's great but essentially what happens is little Nas X in the video is about to go to heaven. And then instead he grabs onto a stripper pole and strips stripper pole dances down to hell where he then gives the devil a lap dance. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. You need to watch this video. It's so funny. It's so great. And just so artistic. So anyway, he made this incredible video. And of course people got so mad and all these dumb people were like, Oh, I can't believe you did that. Blah, 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 blah. And you know, and he made some really good points. Like why? It's almost like they're defending the devil. And like, (laughs) well, someone said it was like devil worship. And I think no, he he, he killed the devil right, at the end right. of this. But it's like, how does that devil worship? And it was like, so if I made a video giving like Jesus a lap dance, would that be good? That would be better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, so he gave the devil a lap dance and he killed yeah, him. Uh-huh. And then he also made the good point. He's like, you know, people have been telling me that I'm going to hell forever because I'm gay. Well, I did, and now you're mad. <laughs> And it's like so clever. Exactly. He's so clever. He's so funny. He's so great. So talented. The song is incredible. I cannot fucking get it on my head. I, I have been it. singing that fucking chorus in my head mm-hmm. for days. And also, by the way, it's number one in like every like all over the place. It's number one here. He had like 12 million streams on Spotify. Yeah. He's a marketing genius. I mean, he teased this song. I was about to say that, and I'm like, I yeah. hate to use that phrase because that no, doesn't he sound is. like a good thing, but he is a talented and thing. a marketing genius. Like some people are only marketing geniuses and that's yes. enough but he's he's all no. of it he's he's an everything genius i mean you have to understand how difficult it is even in the year of our lord 2021 to be yes. a gay openly gay rapper hip-hop artist yeah. and have a song about you fucking a man be number one in the country yeah. and like all over the place no, and that's very exciting and the thing that makes me sad is like even though he's definitely like he's hilarious and he comes off as like fuck you guys i don't care like i'm sure part of him cares oh, yeah like there's no person who isn't hurt by constant criticism and, and also he is 21 
He's a little like, baby. Like, I he's know. doing much better than I was at 21. No, and I don't believe that. Remarkably, but, but <laughs> <laughs> like, you're still almost like a little child then. You're a little baby. I know. And I feel so bad for him. People are so mean to him. I mean, he's got a gazillion dollars and that's yeah. good. And he is funny and he does seem to be taking it all in stride. And I'm very yeah. proud that anybody, because he knew he was going to take a ton of shit, but it really changes. It makes a huge difference to that community and the hip hop community to mm-hmm. normalize this because yes. it's never been normalized in that community. Right. Also, I think I told you this. So TikTok, obviously, people are making all kinds of funny videos about this and like uh-huh. the controversy. Yeah. So this one young man on TikTok made like his own um, kind of verse, you know, yeah. and he was like rapping a verse to go with the song and it was really mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. but his verse was about him also fucking a man it was like explicitly about fucking. very explicitly about fucking a man and it's exactly the kind of language that male rappers use to describe fucking females yes all the time all the time all the time mm-hmm. and i've heard this since i was like 10 years old i remember listening to shit like that you know yeah and it didn't even cro- it never crossed my mind but hearing a man rap very explicitly about fucking another man in a rap song was just like it was so strange to hear. Obviously, I'm not offended. Obviously, I don't think it's right. wrong. It was jarring because you've never right. really heard it before. I'd never really heard it. So I was like, oh, wow. And I was like, this is, I, to me, I think it's important. I think it's important to yeah. have stuff like that. And I do hope that it continues or at least like this kind of opens yeah. the door for other people to feel comfortable expressing themselves however they want, you know? And I just think, wow, what a hero, Lil Nas X. He really is. Love I love him. him. He's hilarious. He's great. Go listen to the song, Montero. It's a great song. Um, that Well, that was, I must say, your horniest gripe and your gripiest horn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me just say that. <laughs> I, my gripe is technically people complaining. So yes. there you go. But yeah. I do love Lil Nas X and I'm horny for him as well. Um, okay. So I'm done with that. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, questionable advice. Yeah. Jeannie. Yeah. Who's going to read this one? You tell me. I'll read it. How's that? Oh, wow. That's very brave of you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, everyone is telling me I'm brave all the time. I'm starting to believe it. No, um, you're really brave today. Thank Today's you. a brave day for you. All right. Question advice. We're going to help one lucky listener out today. <laughs> Dear Jessica and Jeannie, I have a confession to make, so please don't reveal my true identity because I don't want to get canceled, but I am not really a dog person. <gasps> oh, I know. Canceled. <laughs> canceled. No, just kidding. We would never do that. No, I'm not really a dog person, but I keep that to myself, and I don't mind most people's dogs. However, I have a neighbor who lets her dog out. No leash, no fence, nothing. So he just ends up wandering around the neighborhood, and it makes me incredibly anxious and furious. I know that's not responsible dog owner behavior, but I don't know what to do about it. I've mentioned it to the owner more than once, nicely, and they kind of laugh it off like, oh, haha, dogs will be dogs. <laughs> I don't really care about being nice anymore. What can I do about this dumb bitch? Referring to the owner, not the dog. Pronouns she, her. And I've given this person uh, a bevy of nicknames that we're going to choose from here. The first one, each one worse than the last. Um, (laughs) I've got furriest neighbor, like furious, but furry, like a dog. Oh, yeah, I get it. These are all good because you have to explain them. Um, Barking, (laughs) barking mad. That's just dumb. I don't like it. And then the last one, I think the best one is K9, but nine is spelled like n-e-i-n like no in german is that right oh yeah i love k9 so we're gonna call this person k9 (laughs) okay that's perfect um well i have to tell you listener that i actually am a dog person Mm -hmm. i love dogs Mm -hmm. but i absolutely am on the same page as you i hate 
when people let their dogs fucking wander around. It drives me crazy. And a large reason is because being a runner, they chase you. Yeah. Like I've been chased and bitten by dogs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody thinks, oh, my dog listens until your dog doesn't listen. Guess what? Newsflash. Your dog doesn't fucking listen. Yeah. And your dog's not a human. Your dog's not a person. And unless... Yeah, unless your dog was trained in Germany and you paid thirty thousand dollars for it, uh-huh. it's not gonna. It might not listen to you. So keep your dog on a fucking leash. Yeah, I've been knocked over by a dog. Oh yeah, like, not a mean dog, just a, a friendly dog. And like, what am I supposed to do if your dog runs up to my dog who is on a leash and yeah. they start fighting? And I have a leash dog, and then your non-leash dog is fighting with my dog. Yeah, I'm gonna drop kick your dog. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't really. This seems like it should be like. Illegal in some way, is it? It is. Is it? In many places. Okay. Yeah, there's leash laws all over the place. But, yeah. um, but you know, but people don't give a fuck. And I will tell you my own story. This happened to me just the other day, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was walking my baby. He was on a leash. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding, CPS. Um, I was walking my baby in a stroller. Uh-huh. And I saw a little dog like run out of what I thought I could tell kind. It was up the street. So I couldn't 100% tell which house he came off of, mm-hmm. out of rather. But he ran from a driveway and I thought he had like an invisible fence. Mm-hmm. But then he went past his driveway and then he started walking down the street. They crossed the street. Then he's mm-hmm. like walking down the sidewalk. And I was like, oh, no, I think that dog escaped. Uh-huh. And I got very upset because... I thought, well, maybe he has a, a visible fence and his battery died or something. And, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So I quickly pushed my little tiny baby <laughs> over to the house I thought the dog came from. We're talking about your human baby, your skin baby, right? My human, my skin baby, yeah. <laughs> and I pushed the skin baby over to this house <laughs> and I rang the doorbell. It's one of those fucking ring doorbells. I hate that shit. Um, I mean, I want one, but I hate when other people have one. Uh, me too. Um, mm-hmm. And I rang the bell and this woman answered and she's like, oh, can I help you? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, do you have a little white dog? And she's like, um, I have like a tan dog. And I was, this is what I immediately wanted to punch her in the face. <laughs> I have an off-white dog. <laughs> I have an off-white. I have a car. I have a, I have an eggshell, an eggshell dog. I'm like, no, it's a white tan eggshell. Do you have a little fucking dog that's yeah. not black or clearly brown? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, um, I'm like, oh, I think he ran away. And she's like, oh, no, where is he? And I'm like, well, he ran down the driveway and he's all the way up the street now. And she's like, and she like half-heartedly called for him. I can't remember what his name was. She's like, Phil, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. And, Phil. and the dog didn't come. And she's like, oh, she's like, you know, he just does that. He's fine. He'll come oh my back. God. Dogs will be dogs. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Dogs will be dogs. And then she closed the door and left me. And I was like, oh, well, I'm glad <laughs> I hurried over here to save your fucking dog. And I was like, I was so angry, you know? So I get what you're saying. I told you that long story to say, I understand you. And the one thing you can do is call the cops. You yeah. can. You can call the cops. Don't call 911, please, unless you're being attacked. Yes, don't call the cops on a person, but absolutely call them on a dog. Call them on a dog. I mean, you are calling it on the person, basically. <laughs> but call call the non-emergency number yeah. and tell them. Or you can call the dog warden. Oh, that sounds scary. I, like, if it's becoming a problem, yeah, you know what? It is. But you should not let your dog fucking run around. It's not just because to protect other people. It's also to protect your dog. Yeah. Your dog is not safe. Your dog is not a wild well, yeah, dog. You don't want to see your dog get hit by a fucking car. No, you know, like, I don't want to see your dog get hit by a fucking car. No one wants to see that. No. I want to see you get hit by a yeah, car. Yeah, you should get hit by a car because you're trying to com- like have a color discussion with me about your fucking dog running Jesus down Jesus Christ. Yeah. I know. I got so mad about that. Anyway, sorry, dear writer. I guess our advice is simple and I love that. Wow. I got nothing else. I think that was actually good advice, but it was easy. So good for me. Good for you. Thank you.
You're welcome, K9. Yeah, K9. K9. Nine. <laughs> okay, I love that. <laughs> a perfect, perfect audio joke. Yeah, not at all. Um, <laughs> but I love it anyway, because I get to read it, so I'm happy. And that's all that matters. All right, terrible Cosmo advice. From what year? I think it's from January 2003. January 2003. Yeah. Okay. How to get soulmate close to your guy. There's a big difference between being comfortable and being connected. To achieve a deliciously deep relationship with your man, all you need to do is follow these simple bonding tips. Bond booster. Develop a signature sex move together. I literally can't with this. Okay. Being in sync in the sack is pretty damn gratifying, but cultivating a unique mattress move is the ultimate. Whether it's a guaranteed reach your Twin Peaks position or a role-playing maneuver that you bust out when you're feeling particularly naughty, this carnal connection is something only you and your man are privy to. You'll feel like your partners in crime who understand what makes the other tick in and out of the bedroom. Call it sexual shorthand. All you have to do is mention the move obliquely to your partner and you'll know what will be going on later. One night, we were doing it doggy style, and I ended up having my torso off the bed, explains Antonia, 23. Pedro was able to get deeper than he ever had before, and it felt incredible. (laughs) Now, anytime they want to hit a sexual high note together, all she has to say is, want to try our move? Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, Antonia and her man discovered their tawdry trademark by accident. (laughs) Lucky devils. Sometimes the best part of creating a coital stamp is discovering it with your partner by sharing your secret desires. What What? in the actual (laughs) fuck is that? I can't even get past the phrase coital stamp yeah he you want to work on our coital stamp pedro i i don't know what to say so i guess what they're saying is you need to make a signature fuck just like you make a signature drink at your wedding that's like fucking stupid. i guess if you yeah i guess if you've never watched porn you might think that any sex position is something you made up. yeah exactly there is nothing you're going to make up there is nothing it's that other people done, haven't done. My yeah. friend. There's only so many Sorry, ways Antonia. you can do this. I know. <laughs> I am certain there's a name for what you did. <laughs> yeah. Like, what did they... Did they even explain what is? Is it her doggy style and I ended up hanging my torso hanging off the bed? Hanging torso off the bed. So does that mean your arms and, like, your titties are I'm off? trying to picture this. I know. I'm very bad at this. Like, are her hands on the floor? I, I guess. Know. Isn't that, like, the pile driver? <laughs> 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 like I think that is a thing. Like, hang on, I gotta look at that. It's almost definitely a thing. <laughs> well, I know it is, but like, I, I'm afraid that I actually know the name. <laughs> okay, WebMD has a website or has a page. What about sex positions? Okay, I'm not lying. Yeah, I'm not lying. WebMD has a what is the pile driver sex position? Shut up. <laughs> I have to read this to you. This is maybe better. This is from I'm not joking. WebMD it says. The pile driver is an advanced sexual position that requires flexibility and endurance from the giver and receiver. (laughs) This position is okay for any kind of relationship and can be used for vaginal or anal penetration. Oh, my God. The pile driver is also known as the jackhammer. The pile driver is an involved position that takes core and leg strength. Oh. This position does not have close face-to-face contact and can be challenging for each participant. It's a good idea to do hip opening exercises. (laughs) doing this position i mean do you want me to keep reading this it's pretty fascinating um how does it work 
the pile driver sex position requires a couple. Oh, two people. Okay, you can. It explains to you what a couple Thank is. You. It's okay, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> you can do this position with vaginal or anal penetration. We know. Hmm. To get into the pile driver position, the receiver will lie on their back and slowly lift their legs up from their thighs and until the torso is off the bed. The giver can help raise their partner's butt up so it's almost above their hand. Then the giver will straddle them on top and should lean forward to enter at the right angle. Wow. If the angle is not right, the giver should lean forward more and bend their knees to keep balance. The giver. <laughs> this position can be... Ch- I'm, trying to re- I'm trying to read this copy like uplifting, like... like <laughs> this position can be challenging and you sh- it should begin with caution. Because of the advanced movements, make sure you've talked with your partner about penetration. Oh this is not a joke. What? Once you've had an open conversation, move into the position slowly so there are no strains or fractures. What? I am not even joking. This is for real. I do not feel I do not feel safe around WebM WebMD anymore. I don't either. WebMD has just like violated me. I don't love it in any way. (laughs) I never want to look at I Okay, so anyway, I did Google I should have just Google image searched, which I have now. And I mean, I don't know that it's fully the pile driver sex position that I meant. It's kind of like backwards. But um, so it's probably the reverse pile driver. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm. A- I'll be honest. Anyway, if you're gonna have a signature signature sex move, I feel like you have to name it. Like I want to know what they're calling this move. Yeah. Anyways, if you want to know what the pile driver is, just look up pile driver sex move image search, and you'll see <laughs> you'll see both vaginal and anal penetration, and it does look like every single receiver is breaking their neck. <laughs> Imagine if you will though, like literally before you have sex, saying "Want to try our move?" Like, and like winking. Like, is that better? than just being like wow the fuck no aren't we supposed to be spontaneous I feel like Cosmo told us to be spontaneous I don't know what they tell us a lot of things so do we have to like prescribe the sex moves ahead of time I mean I don't know I'm just looking at a lot of pornography now oh boy now Jeannie's just gonna jerk off and I'm gonna have to do the rest of this alone (laughs) (laughs) Jeannie will be silent for like 15 minutes I I think honestly we should just applaud Antonia and her man for discovering their tawdry trademark by accident and not having to actually formulate it props to Antonia and Paige Incredible. Good for, for you guys. Thinking they invented a sex. <laughs> yeah, thinking that just by having doggy style and having her half of her body fall off the bed, that that's like never been done before and needs a name. Like that's incredible. I can't remember who this is, but someone I've known in life thought that they invented the 69 position. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, like as like a young person, like, oh, okay. like not really, ne- never having had sex before, being like, what if? Yeah. And I'm I like that. Hey, guys. Delights me. <laughs> hey, guys. I got this crazy idea I want to hear everyone it. thinks they invented the 69 yeah and only one person did and I can't tell you who that is but it was Carrot Top <laughs> oh Carrot Top the joy you bring sorry us sorry for putting that image out there into you know your head your yeah oh god it's disgusting we're gonna have to move on because that's so fucking gross that, that's the trigger warning for this episode yeah trigger warning carrot top 69 okay, okay um <laughs> moving on anyway we hope you guys do make up super cool tawdry sex moves with your partners and name them and then like you better instagram it like a wedding drink yeah yeah exactly It'd be like everybody and it has to have its own hashtag like write it on a chalkboard <laughs> and then tag us in it okay um Moving on to the internet, dumb. Jeannie found this one. I'm going to let her read it. I have been staring at it for three straight days, and I still don't quite get it, but I think that's what makes it so dumb. Yeah. So I'm going to let Jeannie go ahead and do that. Jeannie? Thank you. Take it away. All right. I'm going to... I don't know how I came upon this. Probably someone just retweeted it for being so stupid, but this woman's name is Isabella Riley. She's not 
particularly famous. She has like 6,000 followers and is a self-described capitalist, libertarian, anti-feminist, individualist, which is red flag after red flag. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Anti-feminist. Anti-feminist. She has some very stupid TikToks. that are I can't wait to check them out. Yeah, you're gonna hate them. Um, she's basically a hot, a hot lady conservative, and right, she's just trying to capitalize on the stupid misogynistic men. She probably doesn't even believe half this shit. Not that that makes it any better. It's just like the same fucking words that were coming out of like Rush Limbaugh's mouth thirty years ago, but coming out of like a young hot girl. Right, exactly. There's nothing new here. Okay, so what she says is. Now, this is tongue-in-cheek, I'm pretty sure, okay? So, as a woman, I'm too stupid and helpless to get a hashtag vaccine passport due to this oppressive patriarchal society in which I live in. Requiring me to get one is therefore sexist. That means I'm exempt from having to get one, right, liberals? I have no idea what that word salad is. (laughs) Let that sink in. (laughs) Yeah. Let that sink in. <laughs> so, okay. So, obviously, she's against the concept of a vaccine passport. Right. Fine. I, she's an anti-feminist, so that sheds some light on this nonsense. <sighs> I guess, in her mind, a thing that feminists do is blame the patriarchy for things mm. and get out of things that are sexist. But that's where I get confused, is because while there yeah. are many things that are sexist in life, I have never gotten out of doing something because it was sexist no no me neither it's fine if you don't think that our society is patriarchal but i don't understand what that has to do with vaccines <laughs> no me neither so as a woman i have to read this again it's just I'm too stupid and helpless to get a vaccine passport okay i don't know if it's as a woman i do believe that you might be too stupid and helpless to get a vaccine passport that i can buy into um i have no idea i don't know what any of this means clearly she is stupid we can all agree on that because she can't write anything that makes any fucking sense all of her other content is about feminists not shaving their armpits and i'm like wow right that's a hot take wow wow i can't believe it but you know what she's very hot i love this i mean this is kind of she is hot so i guess she can say whatever she wants i also love the idea of vaccine passports and how upset people are about them even though they don't exist at this time as far as no they don't um (laughs) well that's the scariest thing is the thing that hasn't happened yet right exactly that's what we need to be concerned about i did see that governor DeSantis in florida also known as the dumbest man on earth just like i think he tried to pass a law or, or executive order or something i have no idea i guess an executive order that said um that you're not allowed, businesses in Florida are not allowed to require vaccines mm. or vaccine passports to operate. It's mm-hmm. like, what? I mean, first of all, I don't know that any of them are trying to do it. So it's kind of very strange to me. I, I don't know. I don't either. And making you do something that everyone else is doing is probably not sexist. I guess all it is is she's just putting her anti-feminist spin on any issue, I guess. Everything. Thing. Everything. And yeah, she's trying. Yeah, exactly. Makes no sense. <laughs> And oftentimes it doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, um, but good for her for trying. Good for her, Isabella. She also makes good a lot of you. comments about like, oh, women, feminists believe in believe women and when girls helping girls unless they don't agree with you. And to that I say, I support you as a woman to say the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, exactly. And I applaud you for it because it takes it takes all kinds. So, yeah, Isabella Riley, good luck to you. I hope that you don't get the vaccine because it'd be a wasted one. And um, 
And I'm really proud of you for shaving your pits. That's beautiful. Yeah, honestly, shaving your armpits. I'm actually laser hair removing my fucking armpits, so I look down on you for shaving them. I guess you're not a feminist. Yeah, huh? I'm not a feminist because <laughs> I'm taking my hair off my body. Anyway, yeah, good luck with your armpits. Good luck with COVID <laughs> when you get it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm over people now. Like, I yeah. have some friends who are like, oh, when are you going to go out again? I'm like, I think once everyone who's had the opportunity to be fully vaccinated is fully vaccinated. Yeah. And then the only stragglers are people who won't do it. It's like, what are we going to do? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't want anything bad to happen to you, but like. I do. You're rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeannie does, but she's cruel. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, I keep going on. I, I have a headache, so let's move on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize for bringing this internet dumb into our lives because it is no, the I actual dumbest like thing I've ever seen. In- it is so dumb that we almost don't know how to talk about it, but we do. That's good because we talked the fuck out of the earlier segments, so so this all evens out. Yes, it always does in the end. We it encourage does. you to check out Isabella Riley on Twitter and see how stupid she yeah, is. Yeah, give her a follow. Um, give her an RT. Give her a follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, moving on to Fuck, Mary Kill, we did have to do, of course, an Easter-themed Fuck, Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want, I mean, obviously Easter is a pretty important Christian holiday. And we don't want to offend anyone, so we're just talking about Easter egg traditions. We're talking about the secular Easter. The secular Easter. Which is the one I celebrate. Eggs. That's just bunnies and eggs. Bunnies and eggs. Nothing about Jesus. No. Um, for my Easter. Yeah. Your Easter, honestly, celebrate however you want. Okay? That's beautiful. I support you. So our Fuck, Mary Kill today is the three Easter egg traditions. Decorating eggs, Easter egg hunts, and the egg roll. Not to be confused with the food egg roll. Yeah. I would like to start out. Please do. By saying I am marrying... Egg decorating. It's an excellent choice. I actually just finished decorating eggs with my kids before we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I had fun. Good. And I hate crafts. I actually yeah. hate crafts. I hate doing things. <laughs> I hate doing things that might make a mess. Oh, uh, that is the definition of a craft. Right. And I hate that. But I do like de- decorating eggs. First of all, I like it ever since I got my um, easy one step. Actually, it's like three steps egg boiling machine which i can't even explain to you how great it is i know everybody's like oh it's so easy to boil eggs you just put them in a pot yeah but you have to watch it what do you have my have a little thing that you plug in yeah you put the eggs you put a little bit of water based on the measuring yeah based on the measuring cup you put the little bit of water on the bottom then you put a plastic thing over the top then you put your eggs in there up to seven at a time Uh poke a little hole in the eggs what Put the plastic top on, turn the button on, and then you walk away. And when your eggs are completely, perfectly hard-boiled, yeah. it will beep, and you can go turn it off, and you have perfectly hard-boiled eggs. Like, it's like a rice cooker, but it's an egg cooker? Yes, it's an egg cooker. That's and really it makes, interesting. It can make any kind of eggs. I always do hard-boiled, though. I had Matt make me some eggs before we started this podcast, and he was making them with a fancy little machine called a sous vide. I thought that was the fanciest way to boil an egg, and I was wrong, so you've proven no, me No, this wrong. is actually the fanciest. I have an entire... Just a dedicated egg machine. That's cool. Dedicated egg machine. So I used my dedicated egg machine to make <laughs> some eggs for my children. <laughs> and then I got, I had like, I had like a bunch of different colors and we had stickers, we had markers. It was a great old time. And I just like it. I think it's fun. It's, mm-hmm. They're cute. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't have children, I would make them, I would make my eggs like testicles and stuff. But, <laughs> um, 
I can't. So now I have to do fucking boring shit like a bunny and a carrot. But mm. my kids had a great time. I had a good time. I love the vibrant colors of the Easter egg. And I also love eggs. I love hard Me boiled too. eggs. That's why I have a hard boiled egg machine. So I love that I get to decorate and then eat them. And I love, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's really fun. That's so that, nice. I'm definitely going to marry that. I would never want to not do that. Yeah. I'm going to fuck with the egg roll. And mm-hmm. that's in part because I didn't even know what it was. No, I think we should educate people about this. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that the White House had a tradition of like an Easter egg roll, but I guess I never paid much attention to it. As far as I can tell with my minimal research, and mm-hmm. Jeannie can correct me, sure. it's literally just you put eggs on the lawn and then you hit them with little sticks to try and be faster than other people, I think. Yeah, it's like curling, but right? with eggs, I think. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you're just like you're hitting an egg with a stick. It was, and that's um, it. It was first held in 1878. Wow. By President Rutherford B. Hayes. Rutherford B. Hayes. Wow. Oh. Rutherford. Rutherford. Ohio. Ohio's own. Rutherford B. Hayes. Well, Ohio's finest. Rutherford B. Hayes. Ohio's finest president. So, yeah, I, do, I think I would fuck with that because I've never done it. And I mean, I might love it. It might be my favorite sport. Yeah. <laughs> How would I know? Yeah. And then that leads me to kill the Easter egg hunt. And I know, I know what you're yeah, thinking. You're yeah. thinking, Jessica, literally, you're a loser. But here's the problem. Mm-hmm. And I have to whisper this because my children are in the house. Okay. Okay. I used to love yeah. the Easter egg hunt when I was the hunter. Uh-huh. Okay. Now you're now the hunty. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like it. The children are hunting you now. The children are hunting and I don't like it because it stresses me out. Okay. Yeah. This is Easter Eve and tomorrow morning I'm going to have to wake up mm. and hide eggs. Oh, and I do a whole elaborate like search for my children where like they have like East plastic Easter eggs oh, they God. find and then there's notes in the Easter eggs and then the notes lead them to toys around the house that they have to find. That's cute. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking adorable, but like it's a pain in my ass and I run out of places to put shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where am I supposed to hide this? Where my kids will definitely find it. And then worst case scenario. You need to keep track of what happens. Yeah. What happens if we can't find one forever for the rest of eternity? And it's just gone because I forget where I fucking put it. But I will say that I do love the concept of an Easter egg hunt, but it's so stressful to me now as a parent and hunty. You love it as a child, though. I loved it as a child, but I don't love it anymore. And in that sense, I'm going to have to kill the Easter egg hunt. Mm Mm-hmm. Jeannie, yeah, it's your turn. All right. Well, I'm going to start with decorating also, which I also love. And honestly, as I am three hours behind you, I'm going to do my decorating as soon as we finish this podcast. I'm very excited about it. That's beautiful. And I um, cannot recommend not having children enough because I get to have all of the fun (laughs) 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 and do none of the work where I'm like, I get to do my egg decorating. I've done egg decorating by my all by my lonesome before. That's how much I like it. Like, I just like the simple just dipping of the eggs, you know? I don't like those fucking shrink wrap mm. things that they give you in the some of the kids. Nah, I don't do that shit. I don't fuck like, with those that. Those are dumb. I did get some stickers in the, the one I bought yesterday, and they I are like the adorable. Stickers. Like, I don't think I'm going to put them on yeah. eggs, but they are like little animals with flower crowns, like a little like a little deer with a little flower crown. Um, very cute. That's super cute. Yeah, I love decorating. Love it. Um, marry it. I had no idea the easter egg roll was a thing until you mentioned it because you said you wanted to do like easter activities and i was like um there's only two you know (laughs) (laughs) how are we gonna do this um i don't understand it it doesn't sound fun and i think it's confusing because we have an egg roll and it's a food that you eat with uh like fried rice Mm, and i love them that's there can only be one egg roll in my mind so Mm, i guess that's for that reason i'm killing the egg roll sorry rutherford Mm. so that leaves me to fuck the hunt i don't love the the searching for eggs 
But I also don't hate it, so this sounds like a fuck to me. Yeah. Honestly, that is a that's a definition. It's been a long time since I hunted for Easter eggs. I don't really want to. I've never liked things that were like competitive. You know, like as a child, I remember mm-hmm. occasionally being in some sort of situation where there was like lots of children all looking for eggs at the same time. I hated that. Not a fan. That's stressful. Yeah. However, my friend Ava, character of the pod, did a little birthday Easter egg hunt for me in our neighborhood last that week. That is so cute. And it was really cute. And she did lose track of one of the eggs and we'll never know where it went. But, oh, my God. So stressful. But that was really fun. Like, I, basically, I guess what it is is I love a I love a hunt if I'm the only person looking, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't want to fight over plastic eggs full of candy. This is stupid. So, yeah. I mean, I love it. Big fan of eggs. I love making what seems like way too many hard-boiled eggs and then being like, time to make egg salad, motherfuckers. Why did I make so many? (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're supposed to do with eggs. Make too many and then complain about it. And you know what? I'm probably going to post a picture of my beautiful testicle eggs on on our Instagram. I would love to see them and I can't You know why? Because I can. I can make dirty Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. You can. And I love that for you. All right. Well, I think that was great. And I'm glad that we agreed, at least on one thing, which is that we're marrying decorating. And um, what a podcast. So I'm going to move along to actually I'm going to rate and review you. Jessica, no joke. I forgot that that was even a part of this because I left it off the outline. <laughs> I never forget this because you hate it so much. Um, don't worry, I'm going to keep it fast and dirty. Is that our signature move? I'm going to start you at, fa- yeah, fast and dirty is our signature move. And whenever I want to fuck Jeannie, I'm like, hey, <laughs> you want to do our signature move? And then she puts on the clown costume and we're ready to go. All right, so <laughs> so um, starting you at five points, I'm giving you ten points for making your introduction about me and what a great job I did buying your birthday presents. So you're at 15 points. I love it when you talk about me positively on this podcast. I like it too. Um, now, unfortunately, I'm going to take away 10 points oh, no. for your horny for skincare. Not because I dislike that, but because I want to push you towards also getting Botox and not fucking with this shit oh, I anymore. I will. Don't worry. I want, you to, yeah. I want you to put the serum away and get the fucking botulism with me because I want us both to do it. All right. Um, so now you're down to five. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you three pity points for your colposcopy. Thank you. So you're up to eight because... A point for each of the baby Ativan that I took. A point for each baby Ativan. <laughs> if I could... Yeah. If I could, Jeannie, I would take a thousand points away from your doctor for being a dumbass. <laughs> but you. I can't. And I would give, if I could, yeah. I'd give a thousand points to Mexico uh-huh. for selling Xanax. Oh, my God. Um, Love it. So you're up to eight points. Yeah. I'm just skipping right over questionable advice because I feel like I ended up talking yeah. the whole time again. I am going to give you one point for listening to me read from WebMD so politely. Oh, my God. No, that was my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're at nine points. Um, I'm going to pretend that I never knew who Isabella Riley was, <laughs> although I did actually think that was very funny. <laughs> I'm just going to pass right over it. Okay. And then I'm going to give you one more point uh-huh. for being brave enough to fuck the Easter egg hunt. Yeah. And this is, once again, being very brave. Yeah. Despite the fact that it stressed you out as a child yeah. for being too competitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you are actually the only person I've if ever known. If that's not an yeah, insight. Who complained that Easter egg hunting was too competitive for you? And if I could give baby Jeannie Goshi a half an Ativan before her Easter egg hunt, you know I would. So, um, 10 points. Uh, what a better life I would have had if that had been the case. I know. <laughs> so, 10 points for you. Thank you so much. Congrats. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. I'm going to start you at a two. Interesting. 
No, you know what? I'm going to start you with a three um, in honor of Jesus being dead for a few days. Is that how it went? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm going to give you two points for your sleep complaining because that's very funny to me. And it made me. Thank you. It almost made me happy for a moment. <laughs> and that's the best we can hope for. <laughs> that's the best we can hope for. Um, so you're at a five. I'm going to give you two points um, for your horny and your gripe being switched because I actually enjoyed that little mix up. I thought that was fun. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what I did there. We'll just go so, with it. So you're at a seven. I'm going to give you a point for our, your dog advice because once again, you're the only person here with any real world advice for our listeners. And I guess that's that's good <laughs> that since we're doing a semi-advice focused podcast that... Um, <laughs> So I'm proud of you for that, and I appreciate it. Thank you. So you're at an eight. I'm going to take away a point for you reading to me about the pile driver from WebMD, because while I truly did enjoy it, I think it was um, unprofessional of you to turn me on so much during during our job. <laughs> <laughs> We're at work right oh, now. That's true. I'm so sorry. I hope you don't write me up. Um, you know what? I'm not going to get HR involved. Okay. Thank you so much, Micah. This is just a, a verbal warning from me. Okay, <laughs> this is my first warning. Thank you. I'll never do it again. I can't remember. I think you. I think you're at a seven in that case. I don't know. I'm gonna give you three points for the fuck Mary kill. And um, well, I'll be honest. I'm giving you one point for having a dedicated egg machine. Um, <laughs> Thank you. One point for. I don't know. Even knowing that the egg roll was a thing, because I sure didn't. And I'm going to give you a third point for being such a good mommy, Aww. which is something I never say to you because you're not my mommy. But, but <laughs> your Easter egg hunt sounds really fun. Yeah, in a way you are, actually. I am anyways. I don't know I why mommy, I lied but... just now. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie in front of Carrot Chop. How dare you? <laughs> um, yeah, so I think if I've done the math right, which I probably haven't, you're at a perfect 10. I think that's beautiful, perfect and that's what 10. Jesus would have wanted for you. You would have wanted that. Thank you. Um, well, we had a great time. We did. I had a great time. I had a great time. I hope you had a great time. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like I want to shout out a listener, but I'm not sure who I should shout out. Oh, which one? Let's discuss. Okay, so let me do this. Okay. We're going to shout out three listeners today, and they're all named Tara. Oh, wow. Um... The first one is my friend Tara, uh-huh. um, who is an esthetician. Yeah, her name's Tara, believe it or not. She's an esthetician. Um, she's a great friend. I love her, and she loves the pod, and we love her for that. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. The second is my friend, you'll not believe this, also named Tara. Is it spelled the same? Who is Canadian. Yeah, she's a Canadian. She's a friend of mine, and I am supposed to send her two boxes of Cracklin' Oat brand cereal because they don't have oh. it there. Oh, my God. That's good cereal. And I actually have the two boxes. I have them, but I haven't sent it yet. So this is actually more of an apology than a shout-out. I will get okay. on that. I will get on that. <laughs> um, and now Jeannie would like to shout-out her Tara fan. The third is my friend Tara, and her name's spelled T-E-R-R-A, which I think in itself deserves a shout-out. And it is. I, I, I must send you pictures of the links to which she went to to make sure that my 37th birthday was a full fucking rave with no actual I love drugs. That. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tara, for doing that for our sweet, sweet girl. Thank you, Tara. And with that, we're going to say goodbye. If you want a shout out, then you better listen and you better rate, you better review. Yeah. And you better be good friends or strangers. But you know what? There are no strangers on this podcast because no. if you listen to this podcast, we're friends. A stranger is just a podcast you haven't listened to yet. That's exactly true. Yeah. And honestly, before you know it, even if you're a stranger now, 
before mm-hmm. you know it, we'll have a mm-hmm. signature sex move. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it'll happen so fast. At one point in time, I know it's hard to believe, but Pedro and Antonio were strangers. And now, yeah. look at them now. <laughs> look at them now with their signature sex move. The off-the-bed reverse pile driver. Okay, so thanks for listening. Tune in next time for another riveting episode of Raised Wrong. Goodbye, Patriots. Mm, goodbye, Patriots. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter.